Hey everybody, it's Joe Sib sitting across from my co-host. Anaya Bo. Welcome to Rad Parenting, another week that we dive into all of the wonderful, I guess, ideas and thoughts and problems and ups and downs of parenting that all of us are faced with. It's great to be here. Uh, this week for me, I guess I'll just dive right into it. <laughs> Why don't you, Joe? <laughs> you know, uh, so I was having a conversation with, with Karen my wife of 20 years, together 27. Um, and we were talking, we were, we were having that morning coffee where you're talking about just family stuff. This yeah. is going on, this is going on. And at, at a certain point, she brought up something because I was, I was kind of bagging. I was bagging on the family. I was kind of just like, oh my <laughs> gosh. You know, like, you know, just like, why is this happening? Have you ever done that? Uh, well, you know, you well, look at your situation and you bag on it. You, oh, you, know, you get oh, negative. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're just like, I don't know that I can do this today. Yeah, and mm -hmm. Karen and Karen and I were talking together, and, and I was being negative, and she basically just said, like, look, you know, the the perception you have of what a family is supposed to be, like, where did you get that from? Yeah, and I was like, and I literally at that moment, well, when she first said, it, I was like. Well, you know, I think this should be happening, and I think so-and-so should talk to us this way, and I think she should be doing this, and I think we should do this on Sundays. And I and Karen just called me out and said, where, where is this expectation coming from, and who generated it? Good for Karen. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's a, that's a, good, that's a good observation, and that's a good question. And wow. I realized... You know, I'm a kid of the 80s, so I grew up with, and I, I think you are too. Yeah. You know, we grew up the with- The Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Partridge Family. Loved. Yep. For all the listeners, millennials that are listening- No that, clue. No clue. Uh, but these were TV shows that Hollywood made where it was a lot of just, Dad, I was wondering why Greg's always mean to me. Okay, let's have a family discussion. Well, and, and, and to be fair, what's really interesting is, I mean, both the Partridge family and the Brady Bunch were not the nuclear family, right? No. The Brady Bunch was a blended family, right? Um, except minus the, you know, they very conveniently had dead ex-spouses <laughs> instead of like gnarly exes that were still in the mix. Yeah. And with the Partridge family, it was like a single mom rolling with her like gazillion kids. Yeah. And once again, dad died. And it's, yeah, they always made it really simple that there was no like, where's the money this month from alimony and That's child right. support? That's right. They were like, all right, we're going to make this show simple uh, to understand uh, both ex-spouses are dead. <laughs> right. And but the thing, the point being is that these shows, I can look back on it now. Why did I watch them? Maybe because they were comforting. Uh, maybe because I identified with the characters and I liked them. Maybe I liked having them on in the background when I watched these shows. Uh, I was a latchkey kid, which meant I was alone from the time I got home from school until my mom got home from work. Yep. I was responsible for you know getting dinner ready, cleaning the house, and as a lot of other latchkey kids, another term that um, some of our listeners might not know, but latchkey kid was basically what it meant. Yeah. You came home and you were alone. Uh, for a better part of the day until your parents came home from work. With all that said, those shows, what I liked about them, like I said, they were they were comforting. They they made me almost feel like I was a part of that family. But what I what I think's happened, and what and, and I'm throwing this out on the table, is that the 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 idea of what the family is 
for me, the idea of what the family is for my wife, the idea of what family means for people listening to the show, I really feel it can be manipulated by now social media and the shows and the television that we were raised on, the movies that we were raised on. What made me start thinking about this to throw out as a topic was because you've always brought that up, Anea, from the moment that we started that the, you know men and women's relationship, uh, even the way that a woman felt she was needed what was her what was her what was her i don't want to say her wealth but what what her whole being was about sometimes mm-hmm. was portrayed by hollywood as oh i need to meet a man and he'll take care of me right. you know right. i'm i'm a princess and you know i need to find right. my prince so with all that said today when you and i were talking i, I kind of wanted to dive into that that false expectation that we put on our families and maybe I, you know, I've learned over the last week, just when I don't put that expectation on the family, that it makes my family, I, I, I can, it's more of a unit that I, that I, that I like. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Totally. Yeah. And I, yes. I know right now I'm kind of, as I'm, as you're listening to the show right now, and if you're been listening to us, you know, sometimes we feel it out as we go along. Yeah. So this is totally uncharted territory, but the premise and the, the, the root, if I was to say, of this show is all of these preconceived expectations we put on our family, even down to holidays. Thanksgiving, we're going to have everyone around the table and we're going to just, it's going to be so happy. Does that really happen? No. You know? Um, <laughs> it does sometimes. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah. Expectations of, we're going we're gonna to sit around on a Sunday night and we're going to have our dinner together. We're going to play and, Monopoly yeah. and it's going to be awesome. There you go. Yes. There you go. Yeah, no, no. I know this. I know. I I hear absolutely what you're saying, and I think it's a really worthwhile exploration because, and I think I had shared. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, it was like it, for sure in the last six months where I was, you know, I'm going through a divorce, and I kept. I was really overwhelmed by this feeling of like, how did this become my life? Like, without even having specific thoughts, the feeling was, I'm failing. Like. I've failed with my marriage or I've, I'm failing with my as a mother because now my girls are subjected to this and blah, blah, blah. Can, and I, I, can I interrupt yeah, really quick? Yeah. Just to make you feel better, yeah. um, <laughs> I, Karen and I aren't getting divorced, but that sense, and I'm not joking around, that sense of failing, mm-hmm. that sense of I failed as a dad, yeah. I failed as a parent, I've even failed as a husband. Karen, I know, feels that. This sense of failure mm-hmm. that sometimes... I don't even know where it's coming from. Well, that, and that takes, where, is, yes. where is that coming so there we from? Go. It, so it makes, just connected. to make you feel better, you're going through a divorce, but we're sitting on the other side, not going through one, but we'll be sitting there looking at each other. And there's this overwhelming sense some days where I feel completely like a failure. Mm-hmm. So here's what happened to as me. As a parent. Yeah. So as here's, a husband. As a husband. <laughs> so here's what happened to me. And, I, and again, I think I shared this. So this is a recap for those of you who already heard this, but I woke up in the night which I frequently do with these like panic attacks. And I woke up and I was like, for some reason, I I started thinking about something prompted me to say, okay, think about all the people that you know, like anybody in, in my, not just my inner like tight circle, but basically anyone I could think about that I had any sort of relationship with. And as I laid there in the middle of the night, I realized that not a one of them, not one of them, hadn't gone through some sort of turmoil in their marriage or with their children or were still grappling with issues from their family of origin. Like, and I, so then I, it begged the question to myself, 
so where did I get, how did I get here? Where are these feelings of failure coming from? And, and to your point, it is somewhere embedded, even in our subconscious, is this expectations. Here's the script for how it's supposed to be. And if I've gone off script, I'm failing. And what about the, just the expectation of just being married? Yeah. Why do we get married? Yeah. Why, yeah. why do we have kids? And I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not, this isn't, I'm not joking, but I was asking myself the other day, why, why? Where did that germ come from of, hey, I want to I wanna get married. Hey, I want to have a family. Where do, where do those germs come from? Now, for me, when I look back at, I can remember the reason why Karen and I decided to have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, were, we both made a conscious decision that we wanted to bring people into the world and have a family and have something not to call our own, but to have our tribe. Yep. Just our group. Yeah. And I remember that conscious decision. But what I feel we never discussed, what's the expectation? Yes. Love what's, it. What's the expectation of this family? Because I, I put all these expectations on it. And, and, and then the other day, Karen, you know, I was, like I said, I was so negative about the family and I was, I was irritated with something that Nate was doing and saying and, and then irritated with this. And then Karen had to say to me, Joe, do you realize how fortunate that we are that that our kids come to us and even tell us all those things? Sure, mm-hmm. the things they're telling you, yeah, they're you're not you don't want to hear favorite. those. They're not your favorite things. Yeah, they're telling you that so and so's vaping. They're telling you that so and so did this. They're telling you that they were just asked if they could do this. They just told you that sometimes they think about doing this, and and, and it's a lot on your menu right now, and yeah. you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But gosh, how great is it that they're coming to you? And that was when I was like, oh wow. Okay. Okay. Yes. So- and and here's the thing is I think because, you know, we've you know, whether it's through media It's so, social media. Well, it's okay, so well, that's a whole other thing. It, it's connected. I look so at social are, media and I we get were, depressed. Well, when we were that's because so when we were growing up, we had we did not have social media. We had the Partridge family and the Brady Bunch. And and I want to just call out like we all need to remember how impactful the messages that we get from the world around us, even when we don't realize how much they're penetrating our our brains, our imagination, and our values and our sense of expectation, right? And now we have we have all of the Hollywood stuff, plus we have social media, right? We have the people that have their Facebook life where because there is so much, we carry shame because so many of us carry that expectation that you and I are talking about right now. And we feel like falsely, we're the only ones failing when we feel like we're failing. We don't want to tell anybody. And so we perpetuate this idea that there is this insane possibility of family perfection uh, where nobody gets divorced and the kids are happy and everybody gets along and nobody argues and blah, blah, blah. Whereas if we could all just really start getting real with each other and being like, whoa, had a bad day. I mean, that's one of the things I love about doing the show with you, whether you share it or not, and often you do. But when I come in here and you are like just open and honest and like, here's what I'm dealing with. Guess what happened with Nate today? Or guess what I was dealing with, you know, this Last past night. weekend yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like hearing that, and I understand because I've been in that position too, where I'm like, I feel like I'm not supposed to say that my life is a is a shit show right now. I'm sorry, but it, that's the right word right now. Um, because uh, will that make me look like I'm not an expert? Will that make me look like I shouldn't be listened to? And the fact is, if you're human, you have 
challenges in everyday life. We are complex beings and we're going to screw up and make mistakes. Um, but I think really what the show is about, um, as it's turning out, is how do we pause and even if we didn't have that conversation with our partner going in or with ourselves for that matter about like, yeah, 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 this is the script and I've got all these expectations that have come in from the outside world, but what really do I want from my path on my own, with my partner, with my family? I love that. Um, I want to take a break here from mm -hmm. our sponsor, but one word that you said, family perfection, that really summarizes, I think, the feeling that I put on myself sometimes on my family, mm -hmm. which we both know and people listening, that is impossible to do. Mm -hmm. With that said, we're going to split for a second here from one of our parenting, uh, Rad Parenting sponsors. We'll be right back after this. Joseph, back with Rad Parenting, hanging out with Anaya Bogue. Uh, just left you right there with parenting perfection, that concept, which is family perfection. Family per <laughs> parenting perfection. That's another thing. Yeah. We'll do another show on that because uh, I am not, I, I'm not that either. Uh, what you mentioned when you said family perfection, it, it's it's bringing in all of the things from the past, uh, all, whether it like I keep using the television shows I grew up with and and this idea of what I think a family is supposed to be. And then, you know, recently, even with this week, uh, you know, my dad came to visit and, you know, we had this family dinner and, and it was great because, and this is, this is coming from like my dad, another generation where you know, my daughter sat down, she's, you know, we all sat down, we started eating. And then, you know, within about 15, 20 minutes, you know, my son got up cause he had to go do homework. And I was like, Whoa, dude, you know, your, your grandfather's here. You got to hang out. And my dad was like, why? Like we hung out already today and he's got homework to do. Like, why, mm -hmm. why are you going to put that on him? Yeah. And, it, and then it made me realize like even him who quote unquote is from that generation where you sit at the table and you listen to your elders, he was just like, well, no, like we had time today. He's got yeah. to do his stuff. It's all good. And even around the idea of like a family dinner, a family gathering, like these expectations that we put on it, uh, the thing that, you know, I'd love to kind of dive into be before we get out is if you're all, if the ship has already sailed, you have a family, you're doing all that, you know, let's talk about some of the things we can do. To, to release these expectations that we put onto our family that really actually choke the life out of something that is so great. Yeah. Okay. So- And I'm just- Yeah, I, no, I love I'm, it. I think, I, my, I mean, my response to that is, first of all, we got there not, not consciously, meaning that we wake up, like I woke up in the middle of the night, like you had this moment with Karen the other day, and we go, oh- yeah, like all these big feelings I have, disappointment in myself and my partner and my children or whatever, I'm feeling them, I'm in them, I'm reacting to them, I'm sharing them, I'm giving them life. And what I haven't done is stopped and thought, where did that come from? Why do I even feel like that's a reasonable expectation? So the first thing is, and I don't think that the ship has ever sailed completely like it's never, you know, I believe that if we're, you know, alive and breathing, we have the opportunity if we're committed to our own growth to, to set it, like, start today. So what you're saying is when I say the, the ship has sailed, you're saying, no, the ship's sailing. So exactly, exactly. Okay. The ship is sailing. All right, so I'm and back so, on the ship. We're sailing. Yep, and Go. so what you're doing is, and so so if we, if we carry that analogy through, what's happened is it's almost like you wake up at the wheel of the ship. Is that what it's called? What's the wheel on the ship called? doesn't um, matter. I don't know. It's the thing that has a little thing sticking out. Yeah, I know. Out. Does anyway, it even have that let's anymore? Call it, let's just call it a wheel. <laughs> so the, you're standing, and it's yeah. almost like you wake up and you go, oh, wait a minute. How did I end up going this direction? Like the compass says I'm doing blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
whatever made me think this is the direction I was supposed to be going on, what if I could pause, look at a map and make a conscious choice with you know myself, my first mate, my co my co-captain, whatever, and and figure out where we actually want to go, based on who we are, what what our values are, and, and how, so, how about this, and actually go where we want to go without the influence of others that we feel well, they're going there, I should go there too. Okay, so that's the ego piece, right? So always we you know among our top three rules of of healthy conscious parenting is ditch the ego, and that is a big thing that's at play is how do I follow the script in order to be acceptable in other people's eyes? That's all ego. So the very first thing I think we need to do is we wake up at the wheel of the ship and go, how do we get here? Is pause, look at the map and say, where do I want to go? Like in my heart of hearts, what do I know are the things that matter most to me? Um, you know, it's interesting, just, I don't know why this popped in my head, but I'm going to go with it, is my youngest daughter, for a variety of reasons, has been on this kick about like a mansion. Like it's important to have a mansion. I want a mansion, blah, blah, blah. And so I've been taking her on walks in Pasadena where we live in a, an area where there are just enormous houses. Huge. And I have her go through this. I, I've been going through this exercise with her and be like, okay, so let's, let's look. Like, wow, how many rooms do you think are in there? So if that was our house, where would you want to be? Like, would you want to be in your room if I was like on the other end of this enormous, like, you know, 30 room house? Um, and she was like, no, well, no, I, I'd want to be in the living room watching our show. I'm like, Oh, interesting. So really there's this idea of, you know, I'm somehow going to be acceptable in society if I am a person that lives in a mansion. But when I really think about what matters to me, it's being close to somebody that I love doing a thing that I love doing. And so that's the kind of like values exploration that I'm encouraging is that we stop and we say, first individually and then with our partner and then with our children, if they're old enough to have this conversation, like let's each make a list of like three to five things that are most important to us or five to 10 things that are most important to us. And then let's talk about how we make that part of our everyday experience, separate and together with each other so that we are actually creating a family and an experience that is not based on some expectation from out in the world or some script that we've been following for generations, but because we are consciously creating our experience as a family. I love that you use that mansion as a that that exercise is such a teachable moment right there. That's that's that it's it what it wasn't easy for me. I'm gonna be I'm gonna out myself. That was really difficult. Yeah. And here's why, because I have really big like it pushes a button for me to be like, my kid is thinking that what matters is being in a big mansion. And and so I had to there there was a I'm calling myself out there because that's an example, folks. It's a trigger of yours. It's a trigger of mine. And that's my like ego stuff and my like, what does it mean if I have a kid like that? And I had to be like, oh, she's asking a question. How can I take a chill pill, get, get calm and make the most of this teachable moment. Exactly. The, the, one of the things that comes into me, comes, comes into my play whenever, whenever I'm thinking about my family and, and if I put stink on it or if I, if I get negative about it is it really does come back down to me just looking. Um, I look at my family and, and I'll start comparing it even to like mm. the family that like I thought, you know, even, uh, I was taught to have. Does that make sense? And, yes. And you know why? Why would you let your kids, you know, do this or talk to you that way? And you know, even sometimes Karen has said to me like, Joe, you know, you got to realize, even your two kids, the, the the way that you've raised them and and who you are, you know, you 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 want them to talk to you a certain way, and and that you're also. From the moment they've met you, you know you you've, you're the the guy on the skateboard, or you're the, the musician guy, or you're you know they've grown up with a dad that um, 
you know, I'm not it's sitting It's very there. atypical. Yeah. Well, or not even that, but just like, you know, I, sometimes I'm like, yeah, speak to me like I'm in a three piece suit and a, in a, you know, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah I want yeah. you to call. And they're, and my kids are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, dude, you don't even have a shirt on right now. <laughs> you know, like I'm yes. supposed to like, dad, your hair is out of control. You have no shirt on, you're in shorts and, and you're telling and me. Vans. Yeah. And vans. And, and you're saying, speak to me with respect. Like, dad, I'm just talking the way I've always talked to you. Now, suddenly right. you want this. I'm the authority. And that, and that to me is a big thing that plays in because mm -hmm. I'm going through life, everything's cool. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I got to tighten it up. Right. People should call me this. And, they sh and then Karen asks, well, sorry. So, so that's, I want to say that that, let's make that step. Does that make two. sense? It does. And here's why step two is as you are exploring your own personal values, every time the word should comes into your thought mm -hmm. or into your speech, pause and say, says who? Says who? Oh, so what you're saying- My I go, kids these... should, they should talk to me in a certain way. Oh, can they I tell you should... who? Yeah. My mom. Okay. So, That's and then, you, says, and then you, you have to go, yeah. okay, so I- Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but I just hear your voice all the time. Okay, so let's- like, I wouldn't have let you speak to me that way. Right. I uh, mean, did they just call you dude? I, I mean, wow. <laughs> you didn't were raised okay. like that. And I start having this conversation yes. in my head. Love it. Okay, so let's follow through with that example because it's, it's a good one. So now you have that, that pops into your head. You've answered the first question, which is, is great. Cause some of us would be like, I don't know. I don't know where it came from. So, you know, that that particular thing may it's come a in, in part from your mom. Right. And so then you sit and then you say, okay. And so as I am today, as a full grown man, who's had, you know, many accomplishments and I've expressed my, myself in the world in many ways that I'm really proud of. Um, am I really like, am I my mother? No, I'm a separate person. Do I live my life in other ways the way my mother does? Well, some yes. And in other ways, no, because I've made conscious choices about what I've taken from her and what I left behind because I'm a whole separate human being. And, and then you start to have it, you become more and more aware of like, oh, that's just a should that I still have like little person attachment to from wanting to please my mom when I needed to please her in order to have a roof over my head and food on the table. And that's not who I am anymore. I'm a full-blown adult who can make my own choices just as I have in these other ways. And you know what? Here's how I want from a conscious place. This is what's actually important that I see from my kids. Here's the way I really want them to speak to me. This is what respect looks like to me. Yeah. And, and, and when I use my mom as an example, like I've never even had my mom, I think, say that to me, but I hear her voice in yeah. my head. And I know yeah, I, sure. I can imagine a lot of people listening to the show are like, oh my gosh, I totally get where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. The thing that, that I want to end on, and this is like full circle. So here I am uh, being nag on the family, putting stink on it. And Karen says to me, hey, check it out. Our family's pretty awesome. And these are the reasons why. Mm -hmm. What I want to tell our listeners to do is, is take a moment with your partner and do that. So step three, gratitude list. Yeah. Here are the things that are so great about our family. Yeah. It is so yes. important to do that because if not, you know, you're looking at your bank account going, oh my gosh, the money comes in. It flies out to this whole family. We have no savings. We didn't go on vacation. Uh, what do you mean Thanksgiving and holidays are coming around? We got to buy gifts. And you just start just, uh, and, and you don't think about it. Whereas if you sit down and you really, and, I, and I'm telling you, I'm challenging you to do this, take the time to do that because you really start seeing that the things that you may take for granted that like, yeah, Nate and I, um, you know, our relationship is, is unique in the sense that like, you know, 
the relationship him and I have, even the way we talk to each other and the way that what we talk about, you know, I've heard other people say, oh my gosh, like my son would never be talking to me about that or be interested mm -hmm. in that. Um, you know, the conversations that my daughter has with my wife, they're mm -hmm. off the charts. Mm -hmm. They're great. Mm -hmm. She comes to her with everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I take that, see those go in the plus column. Yes. You know, yes. and then yeah, sure. Does it feel like my house is totally out of control at all times? Uh, yeah, you know, there's always something going on. But you know, I also grew up in a house where it wasn't like that, so maybe that's the plus. Right, right. And and I think that you know, energy. We all know this as parents. If we are running energy that is anxious, that is angry, that is frustrated, that is that our kids feel that it sets the tone for the ship. Totally. And so to take a moment as this, as we engage in this third step of like taking sort of gratitude inventory, you know, what are the things that we're really grateful for that I'm really grateful that I and my partner are really grateful for, whatever. Um, and I would put that list somewhere and I would, I would allow it. That is it, a great idea. I would allow it to um, transform the energy that you're exuding and the energy that's in your household. And while that may sound totally woo-woo to some of you out there, I would just love you to just try it. And then you can send me an email and be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And yeah. You know, you know what, what I want you to do, if it's okay, you don't have to put your name on it, make the list of the things that make your family awesome, that make your family and special to us. and send it to us and we'll post them on our Facebook love. page. Oh, I love that that's idea. That's a good idea, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I then you can share that. You can share that. Like, look at, we're on Facebook. This is our family. Um, I, yeah. And I, be honest, you know, like, you know, one of the things that, you know, I do love about our family is that we, we really do have like a great sense of humor. We, we, we joke, you know, we're always, and you know, probably some of the things we joke around about and say to one another, I'm sure other families would be like, Oh my gosh, like, did they really just say, mm -hmm. uh, but I feel that that's something that makes our family unique and, 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 and I don't know, different from the rest. Well, but, and you're off that's authentic for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 an environment of like we're we're real. This is how we we be real with each other. Yeah, and for yeah. other families, it's going to look different. I'm glad we uh, threw this topic out. I am too, Joe. Yeah, gratitude Juicy for the family stuff. that you have. Yes, and not letting social media and the maybe in my case the television shows or the shows that people watch now influence uh, influence what your expectation is on your family. You got one yeah. family, one family own. Work with it. It's it's awesome, and you can find reasons for it. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's just an, you know, like I said. You go, you go on the you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, you go on all that stuff. It's like all that stuff. I, there's a reason why after you go and you troll that, you feel so bummed out, right? Because it, you're comparing yourself. Yeah. The fact is, those families are not your family. Yeah, exactly. And you're comparing yourself oh, career wise. You're comparing yeah. yourself love wise. You're comparing yeah. yourself marriage wise, uh, family wise, and it's just it's a it's a no win situation because no one, you know, there's I'm sure at some point people posting, hey man, today sucked. These are the reasons why, and sometimes I read that and I'm like, wow, I'm super grateful for, for yeah. the life I have. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to your family, make that list. I'd love to see it. You can email it to us at radparenting at gmail.com or just go on our Facebook page and you can just post it right there. Take a little snapshot of it. Um, I'd love for the whole family to do it together. Yeah. And then they can just be like, whenever we're not feeling stoked or awesome about our family, we go to the list. 
Boom. All right, radparenting at gmail.com. Please send us emails, ideas, anything for a show idea. We're always open to that. Uh, with write that us said, reviews. R- write us reviews. Always. Reviews on iTunes means so much. Uh, and thank you, everyone, uh, for letting us go on this journey today. Like I say, sometimes we come in with a plan, and it's very boom, 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 like last week's show. Uh, but then sometimes this is the reason why Anae and I sit in this room is just to throw something out and see where, where it lands. Felt like it landed in a good place. I like it, Joe. All right. My name is Joe Sib. And Anaya Bo. And we're out of here. Late. Late.